1: Good
2: afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy
3: Rainwater from the
2: Capital City. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy
3: Rainwater. Nice to have you back after yesterday. We all celebrated Arkansas's win over uh, Florida. I'm sure we'll talk some more about that. Razorback basketball team had a big night last night. The women's basketball team opens tonight. There's just always something going on, isn't there?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, when you have what I call the crossover season, where you've got baseball just finished up with the World Series. Now you've got uh, football coming down the stretch, so to speak, but the beginning of uh, basketball, particularly uh, college basketball. It opened uh, full swing last night. In fact, there were a couple of upsets that may have surprised some folks along the way. And speaking of basketball in full swing, the reason why we didn't have PB on even for just a few minutes is because one Patrick Bradley was the face of the SEC Network.
0: It's now time to talk to Pat Bradley, presented by... Witt Davis Lumber Plus with four locations in Central Arkansas. Pat is also brought to you by Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union with a new branch in Sheridan. Alcoa is now serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring and Perry Counties.
2: Well, good afternoon Patrick. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we? Are we still in Charlotte or are we back in the friendly confines of Boston?
4: Everett, oh
2: yeah. to be specific Tra- travel.
4: yes travel yes travel day to day we're making our way back to uh to the house
3: are you in an airport are you uh, in an airport somewhere
4: no 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 just um uh, thankfully no uh, just traveling back just uh driving back so
3: you drove
4: all the way to charlotte
3: and, and how long does that drive?
4: No, 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 no. Just from the airport. I was at the airport earlier.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. See. No, you turned this
2: into suspense theaters, so what you're saying.
3: That's right. Exactly right.
2: Yeah. Well, so, how, it was, how was, it was it like?
3: Just, what was it like first it was, night?
4: It was great. It was fun. Uh, I'm, I'm extremely excited. Uh, I know everybody's in... in uh, in football mode but I'm extremely excited because of uh, five five teams in the AP Top 25 Um, you know sort of I know we talked about that when it came out I don't know a couple weeks or whatever Um, I feel like the collection of head coaches are exciting they're you know there's a few that are younger um, but the majority are extremely proven you know a couple coaches uh, been to the Final Four. And and then, you know, from a player standpoint, it's really a great combination of talented freshmen. And, yeah, Kentucky has a number one freshman class. Um, but, you know, there's some other freshmen, and, and there's really, really talented transfers and veterans. So it's a really good mix of players to kind of keep up with. And um, so it's a really, you know, the league has, a team like Tennessee was very veteran Texas A&M veteran a team like Arkansas that's a uh, veteran but transfer team and then Kentucky's got their all world freshman team. <laughs> freshman guys again with a couple of uh, maybe, I don't know one guy two guys they brought back uh, from last year so it's really it's a nice dynamic of um, what we'll see this year
3: well, what do you think of Arkansas
4: well, I saw. Yeah, I was watching the game. As you know, there was like eleven games on going at the same time. Yeah, so yeah. I watched uh, as, as much on the replay as I could in the first half. And um, it's so defensively, I really liked how they came out in that three quarter court press or full court early on in the game. Might have been the first possession they could. So they 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 did that, and I think that's that kind of like. Wakes up your players, right? When you press, you know you got to be aggressive and, and attack. And we saw them that half court trap and the length that they have. I love seeing that. So I thought they did a good job of, uh, you know, Coach Moss obviously was able to try so many different things defensively, and on the offensive end, you know, these guys so a lot of it was initiated with a ball screen, which, you know, you see a lot of offenses just start the offense with a ball screen on the side just to get something going. But there was a, a lot of possessions where it was guys under control, dribble, attack, get to the lane, under control, vision. If there was no help defense, they could finish, like Trevon Brazil did that one time. If there was help defense that uh, stepped up, the guys whether it was L. Ellis or Tremont Mark or a lot of, they kick it out to the corner for for a three. So it was almost like a motion uh, dribble drive offense at times. And we know how well Musk does of drawing up plays, teaching how to execute the plays, and then demanding that they execute what what he drew up. We've seen him over the years being able to do that. So this is a little different thing where. Yeah, he's got a couple of guys who are very under control, can attack. Devo Davis did it a couple of times. Like I said, L. Ellis. So he's, he's got a good group of guys that can um, stay aggressive, but also understand, you know, not get too much trouble if you over penetrate. So um, that part was good. I know we shot the ball well. That's all great. Rebounded well. Um, seemed to be. I know we beat them on the boards. So it was. <laughs> They played hard, man. Uh, you know, I think he, you guys could probably tell. Uh, I could tell through the through my iPhone when I was watching it that they were playing extremely hard. Uh, yeah. So he's got their attention. I think they're, you know, they. It's the one thing he said after you know after the game is, is he's just happy how hard they played.
3: Very good. Well. I think you're exactly right on that. It is interesting. Uh, there was a rating that came out yesterday, Pat, uh, that rating rating the teams in the transfer mm-hmm. portal, they ranked Arkansas number one in the country as far as bringing <clears throat> players wow. from the transfer portal. You, you, could see, you can see that quickly, can't you?
4: Yeah. Well, so you, you can tell, you know, Tremont, Mark, we knew he – yeah. obviously coming from University of Houston you know he's right. gonna be he understands how to compete play hard defensively he's going he, that's gonna be on the top of his mind defensively um yeah, and, and he shot it well I mean he's probably more of a pull-up shooter but he, he's got great length uh can step out and shoot even from deep Kay, uh Caleb battle was a guy that you know another what 17 eighteen point score I think that's the thing you you know l Ellis 18, 19 points a game. Uh, yes, Louisville had a bad season last year, but he's still playing yeah. in the ACC.
5: Yeah.
4: Um, and and not to mention, uh, you know, guys like Chandler Lawson, who is, you know, he gets the first start. How about that? I mean, I know his wingspan span's incredible, but that's another guy that, um, you know, if he's in, in. You know, early on, I, I like I said, I watched. You know, was able to watch some of the first half, and um, on the, I think it was the Trevin Brazil on that one dunk. It must have been the first possession, right? Wasn't that the first possession of the game,
3: yes. I think it was? Yes, yeah, yeah yes. that was the first basket. Yeah, it was a dunk. They uh, helped out defensively.
2: Chandler. Yeah, they helped out. Alcorn State helped well, out defensively, happened. and they got the easy dunk.
4: Well, what happened was Chandler Lawson had set a screen for Trevor Brazil on the block. So Brazil is sort of... Coming from the opposite corner comes under the baseline, and you see Lawson picks it. Trevin's man in his own man. And so Trevin is alone in the corner, catches it, attacks. Now the defense pursues him, and he just blows right by them. So, you know, if Lawson can defend, and he's long, if he can defend, protect some of the rim, do some of the dirty work, rebounded, similar to like Tom Mitchell does it. Uh, and set screens. Some of those guys. I mean, that's you know, you're not going to get much of a you know probably post up game from either of those guys. But you know, maybe they'll give you a little something here and there. But I think if you got guys like Mitchell and Lawson doing that kind of dirty work, then you know that's 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 what you need from them.
2: Now, Patrick, I mean, you what what
4: about the 15 point scores?
2: Patrick, what about the play of Jalen Graham? I mean, he ended up with eight points, I believe, eight rebounds. That's the, the big number that jumped out to me. And it looked like, uh, again, you're just watching television, uh, but it looked like he played decent defense. And that's probably the one area that he had to come to uh, some kind of agreement on with Coach Muss. Son, if you want to stay on this team, you got to start playing defense. And I thought he did a decent <laughs> job last night.
4: Yeah, I think we're all pulling for him. Because you see his 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 again, I mean, six athleticism. Nine athleticism yeah. Yes, the length and in, in the and in how he can affect the game. But you're right. There were times last year where he just looked, frankly, looked lost defensively, and and there were times offensively. I don't think he was, was interested. Like, yeah. Well, even offensively, there were times where he was unsure: do I dribble this? Do I shoot this? Do I pass this? Um, and and so I think. You know, there were, there were a few moments, I think, last night where I saw, again, you know, where maybe there was one, couple, two dribbles, maybe, hey, just pick it up and get it to a guard. Um, so, you know, with him, it, it's just going to be about working on staying focused for whatever time you're in the game. And and that's going to be the most important thing, stay focused. um, and and understand your strengths and weaknesses and, and try to play to that. So, but yeah, you know, it, at some point though, as, as guys as we all know, um, I don't know how many ended up getting in the box score last night, but twelve. And there's only going to be about what eight, nine guys.
3: Yeah, that, that that's the thing. The cut. in a game like that, they got to play a like lot. Twelve Razorbacks scored, and uh, we're not likely to see that when the games get a little harder. But maybe it's going to be eight or nine more frequently this year than uh, in past years where yeah. basically seven did most of it.
4: Yeah, and, and it may be because, uh, as we've seen in the past, you know, it we didn't have, you know, last couple of years, we maybe had one or two shooters. And, you know, it seems like we have, uh, gosh, I mean, four or five. I mean, you just look at the starting lineup, you know, four out of the five feel like, you know, pretty good if they rise up and take a three. Um, and then you get opinion coming off the bench, Davenport, Battle. Oh, was it, did he start? No, he didn't start. No, he did start, right?
3: Battle? No, he came no, off the bench. he was yeah. the sixth man. The yeah. yeah.
4: Right. So so you get three shooters that can come in. and, and But I, I think, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is if one or two or three guys it's just not their night. To your point, Rick, you know, is about two two other guys out there that you can put from the bench, you know, so (laughs) now it goes from, you know, playing seven to playing nine because, you know, you get a couple shooters. Maybe it's their night. You know, when you go to Mississippi State in February on a Tuesday night, nobody can make a shot. Well, you know, opinion comes in, knocks down three threes and changes the complexity of the game. So, um, It just seems like, you know, Coach Musk has got a lot, and, and we knew this, but I think even defensively and offensively, he's got a lot of different options.
2: I need to pass this note alone because along. So we've had several over Patrick the last several years ask about what is going on with Jimmy Lee. I got this from Coach Mike Tucker. Love, Mike. Uh, Jimmy Lee is in the same assisted living facility as my mother. A week and a half ago, he saw me with my Razorback shirt on while I was visiting my mom. I knew who he was and had heard his voice for years. He cornered me and proceeded to tell me the Hogs were going to beat Florida and with the new offensive coordinator, and Sam was going to turn it around. There was a lot more predictions, as you could imagine. He said, uh, I would like to tell Randy for the show. So, uh, great Jimmy great. Lee. That's great. Yeah, Love glad to, to know he's still yep. going strong.
3: Yeah, glad to know that.
2: So, the one, the only Jimmy Lee. Uh, if you're talking about efficient, Patrick, talk about Devo Davis. Five points, five rebounds, five assists. But the big number, and sometimes I feel like we regurgitate what other shows are saying throughout the entire day, but I want to get your thoughts on it, because they haven't had Pat Bradley on today, and that is zero turnovers. Devo has been known, particularly in games like this, where, you know, he tries to put the ball to the eye of the needle, and uh, it just won't fit. I thought he played under control. He showed he can be a team leader but does that also hint that maybe if he puts another game or two like that underneath his belt now I know you got L. Ellis who is going to be your primary ball handler but I think it would be great to know good to know that you got Devo if need be you can put the ball in his hands
4: that's right and that comes with experience and learning what you can and cannot get away with on the basketball court and that's you know, where he is now and I think Devo um yeah, you know, and, and probably at times over the last couple of seasons, you know, because he maybe has felt a little bit of pressure to try to force to score the ball. You know, try to force force it a little bit because there was just maybe offensively there wasn't as much as there is this year. So you kinda get the sense that he understands that he doesn't is plenty of offensive talent on the team with him. And so you know, he can allow the game to come to him. And that's just going to help him because he's going to find himself now because he's di- very difficult to stay in front of. You know, he's quick first step, very athletic, takes those long strides. So if he's able to find, you know, he's got other weapons on the floor now. He's looking at just beating one man, finishing at the rim or kicking out for a three if this helps, or dishing it off. So I think the game becomes a lot simpler uh, when you have more offensive talent around you. And so he's got that this year.
2: Patrick, tonight, non-conference. That's obviously all we'll hear for a while. Non-conference, non-conference. Nice matchup in the SEC, and that is Baylor taking on Auburn.
0: Yes,
4: Baylor is um they had I was reading up on them they have just basically an all new roster I mean they've got a bunch of transfers I think it's the most transfer situation that uh, Scott Drew has had at Baylor and he's pretty good at uh the transfer portal he's you know over the over the years too not just you know now but even before um and, I, and Auburn has uh, a kid Janai Broom, who is a very active shot blocking, good finisher at the rim. Their kid Jalen Williams, another left hander, and they've got they got a couple. They got a uh, freshman guard who's talented, and uh, another transfer guard who he, he, he's, he's a good scorer. So you know, we'll see tonight. it um, it's be a great challenge for Auburn, for sure. I think. Um, This is, you know, it's not easy to start game one playing against a top 20 team. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it could go sideways fast, but uh, it'll be a great challenge for them.
2: Well, it's kind of like even though it didn't go in the books, I think that's the value of playing an exhibition game, as it turned out, uh, against Purdue. Uh, Coach Musselman was talking about, he listened to, uh, the podcast the other day, and uh, Coach Painter made the statement that he played that game differently than he would any other exhibition because of how competitive it was and the score. So he didn't get to see as many players. I think that opened up the door. Now you got you've got to get the victory in hand. Even though in some cases we saw a late blocker early in the first half, Bayfall. But I think it was the opponent more than anything else, knowing that Arkansas should beat the Braves convincingly, which they did. But he got to play 13 players, and he made it very clear in his post-press conference last night, that's not the way it's going to be. We can't play 13 players. Now, some guys are getting minutes to either strengthen their case of being in the rotation, or some are playing their way out of the rotation. And I got to believe last night it didn't help Blocker. It didn't help Bayfall in probably ten minutes combined playing time. Both of them fouled out, and I thought the press gave Blocker some problems also. But that's 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 a growing phase, and yep. whether or not he let him in some cases, Coach Musselman let him play himself out of it. Uh, he he did say that sometimes you got to give minutes, and you just got to go with the. Uh, with the product that it yields, uh, but you got to let them play through mistakes. And I think that was a little bit of what happened last night with some of the younger players. But uh, i got to believe, Pat, this is going to be tough. I think you're going to see, maybe for the first time under Coach Musselman, a legitimate nine-man rotation. I think there's that many that can actually contribute.
4: It could, yeah, could be. And, and you know, that's when his assistant coaches have to – do all the work to make sure that all those guys are ready to go in because they're splitting a lot of minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not going to be playing 35 minutes a game. The assistant coach is going to keep them up.
2: That's right. you need them in March? Not now. All right, Patrick, good to have you back on. And uh, you, great to see your face on the SEC Network. <laughs> that is one Patrick Bradley. For Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Listen for birthday
5: trivia in the zone brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton. Arkansas State fans, listen up. The Red Wolves' home in central Arkansas is 106.7 Buzz 2. Listen every week for Sunbelt Conference action with the Red Wolves only on
0: 106.7 Buzz 2. Bull right The perfect fusion of strength, skill, and pure willpower. Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West, where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's the Unleash the Beasts PBR Little Rock at Simmons Bank Arena, March 15th and 16th. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. Hold on tight, the ride of your life is about to
1: begin.
4: This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials to tools for projects inside and out, they understand how important quality is when it comes to your home. So, when you're in need of a lumberyard or hardware store, think of my friends over at Witt Davis. You can find them in Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, and Greenbrier, or online at witdavis.com. When
5: you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here, he's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years.
1: Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks.
5: At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com.
0: Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat my catfish. For peace of mind, share with us a piece of your heart. This is Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by... Kevin Bohan, as we will scoop and score, thanks to the Wood family of dealerships. And I uh, do want to remind you also that at First Security Bank, it's all about you. Are you and your business? So if you're looking for a great business product, you need to look at First Security Bank and their banking product. Because here's just some of the things that you're going to get. Whether it be free online banking with free bill pay, business check line, business visa, business debit card, direct, uh, direct deposit payroll services, safe deposit box, retirement services, commercial account analysis. Just a few of the many benefits your business will enjoy with a business banking account at First Security. But it's more than just great products. At First Security It's about providing a better relationship. They'll sit down with you over a cup of coffee just to learn more about your business needs. So give them a chance to earn your business. Bank better with a business checking account at First Security Bank. Because at First Security, their bottom line is making your business better. Remember, FDIC equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. It is now time.
0: Ready to talk football in Arkansas. Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville.
2: And good afternoon, Kevin. Good
6: afternoon, Double R. Good afternoon, Rick. How are we today?
3: We're doing great, Kevin. I'm going to ask you the question we ask frequently. So the player of the week in uh, Arkansas this week is Drake Lindsey. He's thrown 47 touchdown passes. He's thrown two interceptions. His statistics are better than Mitch Mustangs. That's true. It is hard to grasp why Arkansas did not even say we're looking at you through the season. What Do you have any idea? Any idea? What What's happened there? Well, who is the quarterback coach? Name is Enos. Well, he's gone. So he's gone. And so exactly. out, of, out of respect for the Lindsey family. Can then yeah. I go in late and say, "Hey, we made a blunder." Dan East Enos was was looking for something else, but we're interested. And even if he says, "Then, hey, I'm already committed to Minnesota," should they not at least make an effort?
6: I would. They did that to Kobe Criswell before. They did it to Tyler Wilson before. Yep. When with coaching changes, whether it be a coordinator or head coach, so why can we not do it now? I mean, yeah. that I. I said the same thing the other day. I said the first thing Kenny Guyton should do is walk over to Fayetteville High School, and walk in Drake Quincy's class and say, "I want you to be my future quarterback."
3: Wow. Well, that would be a. I thought nice a few people that. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be okay. nice.
2: Yes. I wonder if, any, wonder if nice. anybody
3: was <laughs> wonder if anybody was listening when you said that. that that'd be. Yeah, amazing. I mean, hey, he threw several touchdown passes the other night, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay, the, the, six, the 7A West is still a very good conference. You can argue yeah. who's better, Bryant or Conway or, or Fayetteville. But did they even have any close games? They beat Bentonville by three touchdowns. And isn't Bentonville the yeah. second-best team in the league?
6: Well, they, they Conway beat Bentonville by three points. Uh, but, okay. yeah, Benton, Fayetteville, Fayetteville beat, beat Bentonville by three, by three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Exactly. Yeah. So... We'll get to see it. Fayetteville's defense is not on par with Bryant or Conway right now. Okay. And Bryant, I think, is just a little bit better. But if we get to see Bryant and Fayetteville, which it's lining up to do, they're on opposite sides of the bracket, I think it could be one of the better 7A West title games.
3: Okay, very good. Okay, Randy, you can take it away. I just uh, I, I had to ask that. <laughs> no, I think, it's freaking, it. I think
6: it's perfect. Hey. Yeah, we were going to talk a little baseball too later, so we'll, we'll, we'll get you back oh, on good. here. I'm for that. <laughs> all
3: right,
2: Kevin, uh, you mentioned in your notes to me uh, that maybe one of the, and I'm jumping all the way to the bottom line. I guess you can say the player Absolutely, of the Absolutely, yeah. But uh, you were talking about what a great uh, individual performance uh, that was by an individual, however. It seems like week after week after week, we continue to see what is almost, has to be record-breaking performances by these young men.
6: Absolutely. And, we, you know, Rick brought it up, 47 touchdowns on the year passing by Drake Lindsay. Drake Lindsey's on our list, uh, 25-28, 335 yards, seven touchdowns passing in that 56-28 win over Springdale Harbor. He also had six carries for 67 yards on the ground, so uh, 402 yards total offense. Uh, These young men keep putting up great performances, and this week's list, comparable to the last two, it's good. Not quite there. We don't have the 300-yard rushers, but we have big plays on this list. And when I say big plays, Cam Williams from Gosnell. Three catches, 200 yards. That's 66.7 yards per catch. He had two touchdowns. He also had two interceptions on defense. So this list is more about big plays that turned into big stats, that turned into big performances. Those are two of the 11, excuse me, 12 right now. Let's get to the full list. Jalen Dupree from Malvern on the losing calls. We heard from Chris Fab Friday night uh, from Arkadelphia. Uh, The running back from Malvern had 29 carries, 233 yards, five touchdowns in the losing effort. Grayson Wilson, CAC Mustang, clinched a share of the conference title. Wilson was a big reason, 258 yards, four touchdowns through the air, 48 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Connor Hubb makes his first appearance on the primetime performer list. The running back from Prairie Grove, 22 carries, 298 yards. That's over 14 yards, or excuse me, 13 yards a carry, four touchdowns on the night. Cade McBride from Arkadelphia, six touchdowns total on the night. Here's how it broke down, 227 yards, three touchdowns through the air, 12 carries, 154 yards rushing, and also three touchdowns. We mentioned Cam Williams and Drake Lindsey. Bryce Perkins, the quarterback from Van Buren, really good night for the gunslinger, for the pointers, 398 yards, four touchdowns through the air. Randy, we had a pair of receivers that had almost identical stats on the night, so we lumped them together, but both of these outstanding young men. Carter Ratliff from Bryant, 11 catches, 225 yards, three touchdowns. Trenton Cooley from Van Buren, that wide receiver, 11 catches, 237 yards, three touchdowns. Both wide receivers, 11 catches, over 200 yards, and three touchdowns on the night. Zacchaeus Harris from Nashville, eight tackles, four sacks, two forced fumbles in the scraps, 62 to 7 win over Lone Oak. Nashville could be playing CAC in the second round if they can get past Crossit this week. Dennis Gaines, Finally had that breakout game. (laughs) And we say that because he was on our list all the time last year, rushing for over 3,000 yards. He carried EPC to a conference title the other night, 245 yards, five touchdowns on the ground. He also chipped in, I think, nine tackles on defense. But, Randy, our primetime performer of the week, and and I'll say it's the performance of the year. Mm. Last week we talked about how you can impact a game, on offense and defense and if you add special teams you've gone a step farther Parker Brown from Heber Springs was everywhere on Friday night's win against against Rivercrest he had 322 all-purpose yards on the night and seven touchdowns on offense he had four carries for 163 yards all four of those carries went for touchdowns one of those was an 81 yarder he had two punt returns for 135 yards both of those punt returns went for touchdowns. Andy had a receiving touchdown of 14 yards. He had some more receiving yards on top of that. That 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 would be good enough to get him on the list and probably win the performance of the week. But he also added an interception on defense and a fumble recovery. When you can score three different ways and chip in on defense with two turnovers, Parker Brown from Heber Springs, you are our. Wood Family Dealership Prime Time Performer of the Week.
2: Kevin, it was almost amusing uh, to read the article today, talking about Coach Paschal and and how he. Uh, oh yeah. Looked, yeah.
6: <laughs> He's not impressive.
2: Yeah, look at Parker and says <laughs> he didn't do anything well, you know. But boy, you turn the lights on and this young man is ready to ball. I love that. That's a that's a coach telling you how it is. And then the young man stepping up and making his mark. There were some other honorable mentions that uh, you could kind of throw in there uh, that can kind of get overlooked, uh, such as Kane Archer, 18 of 26 uh, through the air, 281 yards, four touchdowns, 19 carries, 102 yards. That happened to be – the reason I, I I know so much about that game is we were able to listen to it that was our game of the week on our flagship station, 103.7 The Buzz, Greenwood and Little Rock Christian. So, it was pretty neat to, to listen. And then the coaches talk about how difficult it is to bring him down. That, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he can scramble. Yeah. scramble so Jordan
6: on. Walker. Jordan Walker from Bryant had over 350 yeah. yards, four touchdowns through the year. Dalton Rice had another great night for Bentonville West. Uh, just up and down, man. It was just a great night of high school football. And the playoffs start this week. Uh, we've got teams that will be playing their final game of the year and then some that will get that much closer. This time of the year is always, you know, one of my favorite times of the year at, you know, outside of baseball season because there, there's nothing like practicing on Thanksgiving week. And I know we're three weeks away from that, or two weeks away from it now. So if you, if you always make it to Thanksgiving, that's how you knew you had a, a successful season.
2: There's nothing like practicing after Thanksgiving, even though that was well before my playing days. Uh, you just got through the end of the regular season. Oh, you're the champion. That's it. That's so, uh, right. Lots changed since playoffs, but I've been around enough with either Cabot or other programs to know how special it is to be practicing uh, after uh, on Thanksgiving Day. Um You mentioned baseball kind of in passing, but I I really want to get your thoughts first on uh, the Arkansas-Florida game and some of the fluky things that happened in that game um, and how close it was that, again, victory could have been so easily snatched away from Arkansas based upon what I thought was some, again, bad officiating calls and we talked about this Saturday on the first security fifth quarter post game show. There is something, something that always seems to happen negatively towards Arkansas from an officiating standpoint playing in the swamp. I don't get it. I mean, there was a crew several years ago. I mean, they were suspended for several games.
6: 2009, yeah.
2: 2009. There was some bonehead. Decisions. Those are the one that irked me the most. Now, I, I'm still not 100% on the fiasco with half of the Gator football team being on the field, uh, uh-huh. trying to get the ball either spiked or kick the field goal or whatever they were going to do. But the one that galled me the most was the forward progress. Not we blew the whistle. Yep. We'll talk about that when we return. All right, scoop his score. Kevin Bohannon, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Brandon
5: Jackson joins Morning Mayhem each Friday presented by Arkansas
2: Storm Shelters. Serving Arkansas
5: for 16 years. Find them at ArkansasStormShelter.com. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, the scenic views stick around after the sun sets, and your favorite cocktails keep you company long after overtime. Where else can you unwind with bourbon and late-night bites? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Hey, did you know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big deal, just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hey, did you know when the year ends, so do the deals? It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days on the Hyundai Tucson. Now for a limited time, only during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end November 30th. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Land specialist Mike Poore at Whitetail Properties Real Estate chose forestry as his profession and has been a registered forester for over 30 years. As an accredited land consultant, Mike speaks land. He can help buyers like you find attributes on property that you might have overlooked or not fully understood. He also knows how to market property and negotiate transactions by understanding the needs of each party and providing solutions by being innovative, creative, and diligent. Call Mike Poore today at 501-428-7177. Whitetail Properties. .com.
0: Congratulations, you're having a little girl.
3: At that
5: moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that
3: regardless of what life throws at us,
5: we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri.
3: See Shelter agents
5: Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. Is your heating system ready for winter? Middleton Heat and Air is here to keep your family safe and warm through even the coldest Arkansas winter. Schedule a safety check for your system before it gets cold. Our experts also offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8, even on weekends. See why we're the most trusted name for HVAC in the state. Call Middleton today at 501-767-2345. Guatney Chevrolet presents Devo Davis each week when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes. Guatney Chevrolet, just off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Or check out their selection of new and used vehicles at GuatneyChevrolet.com.
0: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed Catfish Dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater.
2: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports You're on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In the moment we'll be rejoined by Kevin Bohannon as we continue to scoop and score. First, I've got to talk to my man, Neil Atkinson, by way of Bette Sarason. Well, Neil, we had a fun field weekend, the big victory against the Florida Gators, then carry that forward to, to last night, Arkansas with the huge victory over Alcorn State, and um, how did the double-R prop specials do on Saturday? I figured we had to have some winners because uh, finally Arkansas had some offense, and uh, then Last night, we had our first double-R prop specials with Corn State.
7: Yeah, you hit out of the 11 on Saturday, uh, five of them uh, cashed in. Three of them were just very, very close to cashing in also. Missed it by a little bit, but I'm going to go with today's theme of the show, scoop and score. If you scooped up a, a bet on Arkansas yesterday, whether it was a prop bet, one of the specials that we did or the double-R, I think you scored last night. So uh, yes, yes, uh, I did. It was a very, very <laughs> it was a very, very good night for the betters last night. Let me tell you what the one that I was amazed of, and usually, I guess I'm thankful today. You know that that, that, that the uh, taking the spread and the over and combining it usually pays like two thirty five, and we were we were paying it at two seventy five. Boy, that one cashed in big time last night and was the second biggest loser on the board this morning, as far as the book's perspective is concerned, after the Arkansas game itself. So if you bet on the Arkansas game and bet on Arkansas and you took those specials, you're a happy person today. So I need you betting today and tomorrow on the next day uh, <laughs> so my boss doesn't yell at me for a low margin. But anyway, no, if, 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 the, if the sports bettors didn't win, it wouldn't be any fun. And, and, and look, putting a line out on the first game of the season is very, very hard. We did our best at it. Hey, better saw it and and took advantage of it, and that's what it's there for. So, uh, great for them and great for the book and and great for the winners yesterday.
2: Well, wait till you see the double-R prop specials for this Auburn game. I may be Santa Claus again. Who knows?
7: Well, that's fine. Hey, the line opened up at 2.5, went to 1.5. It's back to 2.5, Arkansas being favored. Uh, looking at where the number is, that thing's going to inch up to three, three-and-a-half pretty quick, uh, just seeing the way the numbers are coming out on that game. So if you want to get Arkansas minus two-and-a-half, I recommend you getting it now. Of course, anything can happen in sports betting. News could break and change that line one way or another. But right now, just on the betting trend and the way the money's coming, the Arkansas line will go up here sooner than later.
2: All right, Neil, what else is hot right now at bed? Saracen?
7: Well, right now, it's all about college basketball, hockey, and the NBA. Uh, of course, you know, we got our regular football games. we got a little Mac action that started now that we're in November. We're going to have uh, some Wednesday action. But don't forget, tonight, we've got basketball. We've got the Arkansas Razorback women playing the Louisiana M- Monroe Warhawks. Arkansas is a heavy favorite in that one tonight, too. 37 and a half points
0: in the uh,
7: Arkansas Razorback line. So, their, their, their uh, home opener is going to be uh, uh, probably a high-scoring event if you're an Arkansas player. You Maybe not so much with Louisiana Monroe. But that, that's a big line for a women's game. And, uh, hey, it's out there. And uh, see what you can
2: do with it. Have you read up on who Monroe has brought in by way of the transfer yeah. portal? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, just, 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 try, just trying to protect you there a little bit, Neil.
7: Well, you know the lines are the lines when they put them out, and uh, the way people bet them, we'll adjust them that way. So uh, uh, I've been wrong before, and we'll be wrong again on the line. And it's up to you to to, to capitalize on that when we make a mistake.
2: There you go. That's Neil Atkinson by way of Bet Saracen. Be sure and check out the app in the App Store, Bet Saracen, or go online at BetSaracen. dot com.
0: And ready to talk football in Arkansas. Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. Well, this was uh, from our Southern
2: Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This is from Luke and Fordyce. He said, is Arkansas recruiting Drake Lindsay? I think we had that conversation yeah, just we, a we few moments ago. So. Not to our knowledge. Not yeah to our knowledge. All right, let's check in with Joe. Nope, never mind. Joe can hang in there. Uh, let's see. Well, there it again. This is from Chuck. Uh, can you ask Trey why we haven't offered Drake Lindsay yet? Okay. Underdog says, well, all of a sudden that becomes a popular subject. Uh, underdog from our Asher Record Service company, live feed and Feedback, asked Kevin about the punter from Cabot. Where will he end up in college?
6: Hunter from Kevin. I know we've talked about him, and Barry's talked about him quite a bit on the on the show, especially on our Sonic Blast. Do not know that he's been offered, but usually punters, kickers, they usually find their way to a school of their choosing. I do believe he is. Uh, specialists have their own ranking system. Out there, I know that Cam Little, he was ranked a five-star. I forget the organization that does it, but they're very reputable as far as evaluating kickers and punters. Uh, but I believe uh, the the young man from Cabot's a four-star.
2: And, and that's that specialist. is in, in specialist, when you say a five, isn't it like a four on the other scale?
6: Oh I, Yeah, I, I would say that for okay. sure. I okay. would say it's about a full-star point. Uh, ahead okay where they would be actually
2: all right the other question i have for you uh, i didn't realize tomorrow is the day national signing day for baseball
6: yeah absolutely and the state of arkansas i could not be more proud of these young men and the just the baseball is a sport of how far it's come in arkansas and, it, and we've talked about it on my baseball segments every time i'm on here talking about baseball and how far it's come, but there's going to be over 70 young men that sign a college scholarship, whether it be yesterday, today, tomorrow, February, but we will have a list on Scorebook Live, a comprehensive list of players that are going in state, out of state, going to play college baseball. The University of Arkansas, it's a, last year, or this past signing class, there were only two, Kate Smith and Ty Wade. A few more this year, Tag Andrews, Lance Davis, Eli Resilious, Steel Eves, Kel Busby, Ross Felder, all pitchers, guys, all pitchers in-state. UCA uh, has made a haul, guys, and this is uh, Coach Nick Harlan. I talked to him. He's very excited about this class. They've got a haul of 10 in-state players. I want to run through those guys real quick. Brent Holland from Hamburg, Tate Collins, Little Rock Christian, Luke Lawrence, Little Rock Central, Rex Tetter, Walnut Ridge, Aiden Velasquez, Cabot. Luke Carner from Morelton, Dalton Adair from Benton, Jackson Engel from Lone Oak. He was the 4A state MVP, the only player to hit a home run last year at the state championships at UCA. And then Carter Bigelow from, uh, Carter Alexander from Bigelow uh, is a catcher. So uh, UCA getting a lot of in state talent. Then, of course, UALR and Arkansas State have got a few. They're focusing on the Juco route transfer portal. But a great, great day for these young men. Slade Caldwell's going to UAPB. Or, excuse me, UAPB was next on my list. No, Slade Caldwell is still signing with Ole Miss tomorrow. Jackson yeah, Jackson Kircher's going to Oklahoma, one of the best two-way players in the state. From Little Rock Christian, 91-93 on the mound. Can hit the ball out of the park, line-to-line, gap-to-gap. Really excited for him. Gideon Motz is going to Michigan. Brooks Ward, Little Rock Catholic. Brooksy, all-state in football last year. He's going to Air Force. Uh, and then a host of other guys. There's over 30 schools represented out of the 70 players. So young men are finding their home, and I couldn't be more excited about that.
2: What about our, our Division II schools? Do we do we know much about them right now, Kevin?
6: Yes, we do. We do. Kyler Hoover and A.B. Singleton. Uh, Hoover, of course, at Hardy Academy. Singleton from Cabot. Uh, they're going to Harding. Washita Baptist has kate Bowman, the 5A state, uh, championship game MVP, Sweet. Little Rock Christian, and Grant Johnson from Bryant, really good middle infielder, good on the mound as well. And then Hank pinfield the catcher from Bryant, is signing with Henderson State. Uh, Ozarks up in Clarksville, Evan Curry from Springdale Harbor is going to sign with those guys. That's what I've got right now. I know UAM usually gets a, gets a haul. Uh, they're getting them from the JUCOs, from UA Rich Mountain, SAU Tech. I know a lot of those D2 schools are getting those guys uh, from the JUCO ranks instead of out of high school, and, but they're in-state kids from high school all the way through.
3: Will Arkansas have another top five class?
6: No, they won't. They're down a little bit this year. I think they're okay. 15th by perfect game right now. Uh, a lot of really good arms. we got two catchers, but the, the top name is Carson Wiggins. He's ranked number 35 by perfect game. Jackson Wiggins' little brother. They're going to have to fight the draft to
5: keep him. And if there's no tree for a tree stand in your favorite hunting spot, then let Max Prairie Wings and Stuttgart help you out with a ground blind instead. Starting at just 125, their all-new Rhino 180 see-through blind takes the world of ground blind hunting to a whole new level. This unique two-way mesh system prevents wild game from seeing in while allowing you to see out with no obstructions. Also, check out their Tacticam